Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad. You could say that 10,000 times and it still wouldn't be enough. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. Mackey and Judd. Does that feel good? Yeah. They're both verbs. Awesome. On 1500 ESPN. Unsolicited advice we deem important. You, on the other hand, might not. Information so good, you're encouraged to write that down. From Mackey and Judd. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, gentlemen. Uh, we have an accountability session to get to. A lot of things coming off the board here. And then we will make our predictions. And remember, we're getting a lot of great predictions from listeners. We've added a listener category to the Write That Down proceedings in 2018. So anytime during the week, we got a couple this morning. Uh, we have three that we're going to go with for today's show from listeners. Mm-hmm. But you can email Mackie and Judd at 1500ESPN.com. Mackie and Judd at 1500ESPN.com. And make sure you put write that down in the subject line so we can just separate it from all the other spam emails. Got a lot of good ones this week. Yep. So we'll, we'll get to those. But let's start off with an accountability session here. We have one that's up for debate. We have to go back for audio evidence, which we will get to. Uh, but Judd, we'll start with you. You predicted... The NCAA will strip the women's softball committee of seating privileges, implementing a pairwise-like system before next season. Well, the season's about to start, and the preseason rankings are out, and it's the same old, same old. It's a really big mistake. It's a huge mistake by them. You were apoplectic about the women's softball ranking system. It's a stupid system. And I fixed it for them, and they didn't take my advice. But I that's typical. If you're the Gophers go beat Alabama. That's typical. That corrupt group at the NCAA. Not surprised. Go beat Alabama. I'm lashing out. Uh, you also predicted that Kirk Cousins will be the 49ers quarterback in 2018. Oh well. I couldn't foresee the Garoppolo trade coming. Okay, I didn't know Belichick would give him away to the 49ers. And that Case Keenum will finish third in MVP voting. <laughs> Did we see the final ballot? I, yes. I didn't it was look. Tom was Brady. Um, I believe Carson Wentz was still in there. Uh, Todd Gurley. But I just remember looking last night in case Keenan was not in the top three. He was tied for I, fourth I, in okay. one of the votes. Yeah, I, I got what I deserve. But he had a good season. So uh, let's see. I predicted that the Eagles would have a double-digit lead in the Super Bowl, but that they'd lose the game. I predicted the Patriots would kick a game-winning field goal in the final minute. That the Gatorade would be red. And that the MVP would mention his teammates before God. And that the Vikings would have, I said this in November, a second half lead in the NFC Championship game. But I did predict that Prince would cover, that that Timberlake would yep. cover a Prince yeah. song. 
which he did. Foles did think so. Foles thanked God first, then right? They all thanked God. It was yeah, like God was big in Philly. Uh, yeah, he thanked He's God in Philly. Apparently, they don't care bottles. about their teammates. Apparently, they, they don't think their teammates help. God's them. drinking and throwing beer bottles at Vikings fans. I guess does or it count as a cover of Prince when he did a duet with Prince's vocals? Of course. I mean, if Prince is singing it, you're not really covering it. But he's singing I, a Prince song. That's, duet. I mean, if Dave and I wouldn't, well, we can put it up much. for. We can. Put I'm it not up. gonna. No, it's, I'll give it to you. I'm feeling bad. <laughs> I'm, uh, well, because we might fine. have another committee situation here in a second, but I believe Matthew Collar was a guest predictor that said the Eagles will win the Super Bowl and the Patriots would be penalized fewer than three times in that game in which they lose. Yeah. Wow. That's a home run that's right there. That's a bomb. That's, <laughs> that's a home run. That's way out of here. Good for him. All right. Dave said that, let's see, Judd's number one takeaway from the Super Bowl experience on Monday would be negative. Very positive. What yeah. was the main takeaway? I had a great time, and I, I thought it would be really stodgy and corporate, and it was uh, a ton of Eagles and some Patriots fans, and it was a great environment. Okay. I loved it. Uh, you said, let's see here, Dave also said that I will not win the playoff picks because yeah. Dave came from behind and, and picked the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to need audio evidence for this one because Dave predicted that the Eagles would not blow, the way I had it written down was that the Eagles would not blow a double-digit lead in the Super Bowl. But they did. So is it blowing a lead if you lost the lead but then still won the game? And that's the question here. So we do have audio evidence. Let's go back to the tape. This is what Dave Harrigan predicted from Radio Row at Mall of America verbatim. The Philadelphia (laughs) Eagles will not blow a double-digit lead and lose the Super Bowl. Okay, so he did. I think it's very clear. He did cover his tracks on that one. Okay. Make it official yep. there. Thank okay. You. Good job, Dave. So Dave here again. Nice uh, congratulations. Simply going against Phil on that one. <laughs> I thought maybe you forgot to say the lose the Super Bowl part, in which case, yeah. uh, you know, just maybe hoping to hoping to pick up an extra point there. True professional now. I've been doing this long enough. So Dave is now hitting uh, actually our guests are batting a thousand. Listeners are batting five hundred and slugging two thousand. Mm-hmm. Dave is batting four twenty nine, slugging a thousand. Judd sitting in at three thirteen, slugging six twenty five. And I'm off to a great start batting 133 with a 200 slugging percentage. Uh, might be time to consider AAA demotion. Do I have any options left? Been here for eight years no, now. No, you, ESPN. Phil, you have no <laughs> options. If you're, if you're Judd's partner, you've got plenty yeah. of options, oh, of I course. would say. Right. Yep. Write it down. You like writing things down. <laughs> podcasting. Oh, don't even start. Courtrooms. All right, Judd, go ahead. Why don't you start us off? <laughs> I knew I knew it was going to end up there. Okay, um, I am going to uh, officially enter into the write that down, um, a prediction I gave you, I think, two or three days ago. That's this. Adrian Peterson will finish his professional football career in the XFL. I love it. Adrian Peterson, who is bound and determined to play four or five more years because I can think I can play, and who uh, reportedly is going to be released by the Cardinals, is going to end up finishing his pro football career uh, in Vince McMahon's league. You know what? I would watch. I would watch. And uh, because of that, that's why. That's why and, they'll pay and, him to play. And wrestling gets away with that all the time. So I'm sure Vince, I mean, what, what's one of the oldest tricks in the book to get a quick pop and to get a bunch of people to watch in wrestling? Let's bring Stone Cold Steve Austin back to yep. drink a couple beers in the ring. Let's drag The Undertaker out of his casket for the 30th straight year. So you could do the same thing in the XFL with Terrell Owens and Adrian Peterson. And the back of, of his jersey will say all day, I guarantee it. Yeah. In fact, real quick. Write it down. You like writing things just down. Just go out of order. I, I predict, write this down, Terrell Owens will also be a member of the XFL. 
So I'll just keep it as Terrell Owens. He's a good enough shape. Terrell Owens will play in the XFL sometime whenever it starts, 2020. Write it down. You like writing things down. I predict nothing about the XFL. I simply predict that Judd's maddening relationship with the Wild will continue. They've got four left on this current homestand. They will win at least three of them. Of course they will. Of course, yes, they will. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they'll score six or seven goals on Saturday. Then those dogs will beat the Rangers. Yeah, no, you're right. They will win at least three of the remaining four. Yeah, I think you're right. Write it down. You like writing things down. Write this down. (laughs) Back to Judd. I'm going to go down the uh, Kirk Cousins path again since I was wrong the last time, and I said San Francisco, although I had the right intention. Uh, Kirk Cousins will sign as a free agent in March with the New York Jets. Wow. It will be the New York Jets who make Kirk Cousins the offer he can't refuse and therefore make him passing Garoppolo the highest paid player in the National Football League. See, that would be if you're Kirk Cousins, you you I guess the one saving grace there would be you're 29 years old and you'd be signing a long-term deal and Tom Brady probably isn't going to be around by the end of your contract. So maybe you're 32 years old and Brady's out of the league and now the division's open again if Belichick's gone and Brady's gone. But if you sign that contract with the Jets, you're just taking the most money. Right. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like if the Cardinals, yeah. he'll, yes, exactly. And I'm, I'm assuming the Vikings are going to be in the conversation. Maybe they're not going to offer thirty, but if the Vikings offer twenty three, and the Cardinals offer twenty five, I don't even know what their cap space is, and the Jets offer thirty, you're just going to go to the Jets because they have the most money. Correct. Which is what Eric Decker did, I believe, after the uh, the two or three years with Peyton Manning. He said, "All right, that's the only time I'm going to have a chance to make twenty seven million dollars." I just so. hit the jackpot. Yep. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right, back in order to Dave here. All right, the Vikings this past season were eleventh in the NFL regular season total yards per game offense. I don't even know who their quarterback is going to be next year, but I don't care. I'm all in on D. Filippo. Wow. Vikings will be top ten yards per game total offense in 2018 regular season. So yards per game is the measurement there, Correct. right? Yards per game total offense in 2018. They will okay. be top 10. Okay. Write it down. You like writing things down. Write this down. Um, write this one down. We're going to get more into this later on in the show here about baseball players complaining about teams you know, colluding and not giving me the $200 million I want. Write this down. Somebody will fire Scott Boris as an agent before April 1st. <laughs> so one of Scott Boris's clients, and he's advising them all, hold out. There's $300 million there for you somewhere. Scott Boris will be fired by one of his player clients <laughs> at some point before April 1st. Like I someone's like going to be sitting out in the middle of March saying, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. I just passed up $125 million because my idiot agent wanted two hundred. It's all Monopoly money. So Write it down. You like writing things down. And by the way, secondary prediction, and Scott Boris will still be fine. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, Scott Forrest will still be a millionaire after that. Write this down. All right, Judd. All right, my final one for this Friday. Uh, John D. Filippo is a great catch for the Vikings, but it's going to be a brief stay. He will be named an NFL head coach after the 2018 season. So after one season, and assuming that Dave is right and that he has the success that uh, that we think that he might have as a Sean McVay sort of type of guy, an up-and-coming guy who's seen as – the next wave of excellent NFL head coaches or candidates for jobs, he will get a job after 2018. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Damn I it. like Judd piggybacking off my predictions. That makes the guy feel good. I do have a Judd prediction, however, for my final one. Judd, if you could 
remove the headphones and step oh, out for I'll just a moment. I, I will be back later. Thank you very we much. Need to go, we need to go back in the archives and calculate Dave's batting average all time on Judd predictions. I'm upset, home, boys. I'm upset that I didn't work out so well last week with the Judd prediction, but I do feel relatively confident in this one, Phil. Okay. And the door is now closed. Judd is running the little boys He's going to the bathroom. So Perfect. He's going, the, he's going the other way. Right. Uh, it's, I think, a slam dunk prediction. But, hey, it could be. Uh, it might not work out. We will see. Judd is uh, leaving town next week for a few days, taking a little R&R, he and the wife. I'm not going to say the location he is going, but I believe we both know where he is headed. Yes. And there happens. I mean, it's a large enough place, but, yeah. Yeah, there happens to be a uh, an NHL team that is housed there. That happens to be playing a home game on next Saturday night, the 17th. I love where this Judd is Judd and Don Zolgad will be in <laughs> attendance for that game. Judd will drag his wife <laughs> to an NHL game Saturday, February 17th, while on vacation. Okay, what's the date again? Saturday? The 17th. Okay. I'm a gonna, week from tomorrow. I'm going to scrap uh, my original third prediction, and I'm going to... Parlay off of yours. <laughs> okay. So I like where this is Not going. only will your prediction be correct, okay. but Judd's wife will post something to social media, like a picture of her doing something other than watching the hockey game. Reading a book. Reading a book yep. or a magazine or it'll be something other than going to the hockey game. So In the arena, though. The, the inside photo will the be arena. taken at the arena. Okay. Yes. Or it'll be some... It'll be a social media post kind of dismissing the game in some way and finding, finding fun despite the fact that Judd... Dragged her to a game. Amidst the other posts she'll have of the food and Correct. wine and beer that they're having throughout the weekend. Yes, 100%. Beautiful. There we go. All right, Judd can come back in now. Let's come back. Uh, we are in the TCL Broadcast Studios, and I think Tom Thibodeau is about to make a mistake, if he hasn't already. It's being reported that it's it's close and it's ridiculous. Um, you know what? Speaking of mistakes, you know what wouldn't be a mistake? If you connected with the Chris Lindahl team, if you're in the mood to sell your home, and if you're looking for a way to make top dollar on the sale of your home, the Chris Lindahl team is the number one REMAX results team in the country for a reason. And one of the biggest myths this time of year is, wait a second, don't put your home on the market right now. It's still winter time. you got to wait till spring season. Spring season is where you make all the money on the sale of your home. It's BS. And Chris Lindahl would tell you that if you're sitting here right now. Now is the time to put your house on the market. Less competition for one. And if you're connected with the Chris Lindahl team, they're going to create competition for your home. Um, so it's just a it's just a better time. Get out in front of the wave and make maybe thirty to fifty thousand dollars more on the sale of your home by tapping into the great marketing resources of the Chris Lindahl team. All you have to do is call 763-401-SOLD. That's 763 763- 401 sold or visit chrislindahl.com. That's Chris with a K. Mackie and Judd. What is this? Mackie and Judd now continue. Okay, thank you. On 1500 ESPN. All right, here's a report that's going to make you want to throw up in your mouth a little bit. Yahoosports.com. Derek Rose is a 29-year-old former MVP. That's like saying Ted Williams won the batting title in the 1940s. <laughs> Yeah, his head is frozen somewhere. <laughs> Cryogenics, baby. But when Rose went from the Cavaliers to the Jazz, it was barely an afterthought in Cleveland's Monster Day of Trades. He won't even report to Utah. He's the, Utah's going to release him. Uh, the Cavs just wanted to clear his minimum salary and roster spot. Jazz are going to waive him. What's next for Rose? Maybe reuniting with Timberwolves president slash coach Tom Thibodeau, who, ro- who coached Rose with the Bulls 
uh, whatever, 2010 through whatever years. Mark yeah. Stein, and you and you saw this on Twitter yesterday, yeah. Mark Stein. The Wolves will try to sign Derrick Rose if he clears waivers after his looming release in Utah, according to league sources. Here's my question about Derrick Rose. Why? What does he offer? If If you're ranking the things that, like, could make the Wolves better. You don't want to make a blockbuster trade, and it's you're not going to beat the Warriors. But what are the things that you could sprinkle on this team to make it even better? Some three-point shooting. Mm-hmm. He doesn't give you that. Mm-hmm. How about some some defense? Maybe some perimeter defense, because Jeff Teague has a hard time staying in front of, of no. offensive players. Tyus Jones sometimes you're not gonna doesn't that. give you that. How about just some like youthful enthusiasm and some energetic minutes off the bench and a guy who's a little bit spry and maybe developmental? I don't think he gives you that you, at this point in his career. You don't need him in your locker room. You've got Butler and Gibson. In fact, look how much was made by the Cavs GM yesterday who came out. This dude comes out. Uh, is it Kobe Altman? Yeah. He comes out and talks openly about how cancerous yeah. the players that they traded were. Yes. And Isaiah Thomas was probably culprit number one. But don't you think Derrick Rose is probably in that mix too? Well, and Derrick, so but if if Derrick Rose was was good in the room, you still don't need him because you've got Butler and Gibson, and and your your goal should be to be developing Towns in that role eventually too. Yeah. Okay, so you don't need you don't need him off the court. You certainly don't need him on the court. In fact, if he comes in and and signs with the Wolves and eats into Tyus's playing time, that's a negative thing. Yeah, this is very, yeah. very. This is going to be. I'm going to put this as simple as possible, and this needs to be a conversation, uh, actual conversation had by one person, but in but as two different people. Tibbs, the executive, needs to pull Tibbs, the coach, aside and say, "We're not doing this. This is a bad idea." I know that this guy had an MVP year with you with the Bulls a long time ago. Now, I mean, Derrick Rose is 29. He might as well be 65. I know that he had an MVP year with you a long time ago. I know you feel indebted to him. I know that at one time he was a great player. But there is nothing beneficial from Derrick Rose joining our team. The executive needs to tell the coach no. He is, like like you said, 29 going on 100. And I just found this, too, because I remember there was a weird period early in the season where you know he was like working out with LeBron James in the offseason. And, okay, Derrick Rose, maybe he'll fit in, and he doesn't have to do as much because LeBron is going to shoulder the load. And then, like, Derrick Rose went away from the team for a while. Remember that? Here's, here's to consider a, his future. Yes. So he had he to confirm two things in December. He had to confirm, A, I'm not retiring, and B, quote from Mark Spears ESPN, yep. you don't have to worry about me. I'm not depressed. I'm good. A lot of people think I'm depressed because of what I'm going through. It's the total opposite. He had to confirm he wasn't depressed and retiring a month and a half ago. Yeah, he just left the Cavs and basically... Pondered its fu- pondered its future, which he should be doing. Correct, like he's he should be. The knee injuries have devastated yes. his entire life and basketball career. But he so he's contemplated leaving basketball multiple times, taking hiatuses from teams. Yes, he had a quote a few years ago. You know, it was like five years ago when he was coming back and he missed almost two full seasons. And he said, "Well, I got the reason I'm taking it so slow is because I got to think about my life outside of basketball. I got to be in boardroom meetings. I got to be able to walk to business meetings and stuff." And people said, "Wait a second, you're thinking about business meetings mm-hmm. at age 25 years old." He's not invested. He's not good at basketball anymore, and he's going to take away playing time from a better player, Tyus Jones, who you don't want to, who you want to play as much as possible. And with his head, his current head coach is not going to play probably as much as you would like him to, based on the fact that Tibbs likes to play 
fatigue. Yes. Now, he now, also, one more thing on Rose yeah. statistically. So he's been better the last couple of years and that he just has stopped taking three pointers. It's like analytics guys have gotten to him and said, dude, it ain't hard to figure out the math on this. Mm-hmm. You can't make a three. But he still averages like three three pointers per game in his career, and he's under 30%. So he has some of the least amount of basketball self awareness of any player in the league. I just don't see any upside to it unless he's some great mentor behind the scenes and doesn't play on the court. But this is not uh, this is not meant as a a segment to bash Derrick Rose because he's basically done, and that's too bad. This is a segment, though. I, I think we've been very fair to Tibbs, but if Derrick Rose is signed by the Wolves, this shows a fundamental flaw within the organization, and it's this: there's no one to say no. There's no one to say, Tom. Hey, Tom, I'm your friend. Come here, sit down for a second. You've got final say, and I get that. And I think you're good. I think you're real good. You've taken this team. You went and got Butler. That was fantastic. And and for all the people who bash you for your style and things like that, you've got this franchise turned around for the first time in a long, long time. All of that being said, Tom, this is a mistake. If you sign Derrick Rose, I'm telling you as your friend and as a guy on your payroll, this is a mistake. Yeah. And if... Derrick Rose is signed. This shows the flaw of one person having all the power and everyone else being afraid to, to even broach the subject with him and say, Derrick Rose, you just shouldn't do it. Like, I would almost rather just go into the go look at the Iowa Wolves roster in the G League, which I haven't been following terribly closely. But is there a, if you're thinking about maybe, okay, let's bring another guard in here. Like, just go find the guy who makes the most three-pointers and put him on your roster and say goodbye to Aaron Brooks. There's there's just nothing. If Three-pointers, defense, energy, those are the things you could add to this team right now. Maybe maybe uh, maybe a big man who you can trust to come in. Like, at some point, Justin Patton would look great in a, in a Wolves uniform. Not Derrick Rose. I think Tom Thibodeau, this ain't 2010 anymore, I, man. And I think that's why I think Tibbs... Tibbs' mindset is, I'm trying to bring in as many of my Bulls guys as I possibly can. But you've got enough. God, Gibson and Butler are enough. Yes, because they're still good. (laughs) When they talked about, because the Rose Rose speculation, if I remember this correctly, goes back to last spring when the Knicks started to shop him and the Wolves uh, at least inquired about him. And at that time, at least you could justify it by saying, okay, Rose is a Tibbs guy and and Tibbs does does not have his guys on the roster at that time. He's got enough guys now. There's not Bulls yeah. guys here. This kind of reminds me when, like, the Twins went out and brought Jason Kubel and Jason Bartlett back, and the chemistry guys, and uh, Matt Guerrero. Oh, we got to let's bring in Matty Guerrero. We'll, we'll just we'll just bring him in. He's not going to get you know big time innings. No, Jason Bartlett's not going to. We're not going to promise him anything. Starting in left field, first weekend of the season against Cleveland, oh, okay. where he where he fell down, yeah. and promptly retired. And again, it wasn't his fault. No, I know it wasn't. It, and, and it's Rose, not Derrick Rose's. And Derrick fault. Rose is done. If somebody wants to offer Derrick Rose a job in the NBA, of course he's going to take it. Unless he wants to hang it up at some point. That's why you have to, you're right, you have to put some preventative measures in place here for Tom Thibodeau to not bring back Bulls players who were good seven years ago. Glenn Taylor needs to tell somebody to tell Tibbs, you just, this this one is going, it's going too far. Why can't Glenn Taylor just tell Tom Thibodeau? Who else is going to tell him? Scott Layden? Well, Layden maybe, somebody. But but nobody, I don't think, my point is, if this happens, I think what we're going to learn is there's no one within that organization who even wants to approach Tibbs to tell him, this one's probably a mistake. Yeah. Man. Yeah, Lubomir, who who I disagree with on almost everything basketball, but I love the fact that he listens to the show and debates us. We agree on this. He tweets, Rose has been chased out of every town. No work ethic. Look at his body now compared to at age 20. Mm-hmm. Like, he has to confirm that he's... Yeah, he has to confirm that he's not depressed. And I'm, not, and I've, I'm a guy who's gone through depression a lot in my life. 
I'm not trying to make light of depression. I'm just saying, like, if you're trying to add value to your team, I don't know if Derrick Rose is the guy. Anyways. 29 going on 65 with those knees. Dead horse alert. I think we just I think we just did what we had to do there for 10 minutes. Dave, what's coming up in stuff you should know about? Uh, Charles Barkley struggling with his college basketball knowledge. Uh, we've got the music that's taking over the Olympics right now, and uh, Magic Johnson can't help but be bluntly honest. Awesome. Uh, before we do anything, let's talk about the best dealership, car dealership that would be. I should be specific when I say that. Uh, just so there's no confusion. I got you. And, uh, and the best service department in the Twin Cities, Luther Brookdale Toyota, is on the corner of 694 and Brooklyn Boulevard. And it's the best combination because you get the durability and the high-quality Toyota vehicles, which, you know, I mean, there's statistics that will show you that 80% of Toyotas that were on the road 20 years ago are still on the road today. I mean, I've driven Toyotas up over 200,000 miles before. One of It was a 1992 Camry in my family that we went up to like 285,000 miles on it. And uh, so it's in part durable vehicles and Toyota and uh, and the credibility of the brand. But also, it's the people that you work with who treat you like family on the corner of 694 and Brooklyn Boulevard, Luther Brookdale Toyota. Find out why my family and I haven't even thought of going anywhere else for decades. Uh, LutherBrookdaleToyota.com is a good place to snoop around. Mackie and Judd. Mackie and Judd are back. Come on, boys. We're going to do it. Again. <laughs> on 1500 ESPN. And stuff you should know about is sponsored by Indeed. Are you hiring with Indeed? You can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. And now, ladies and gentlemen, please rise, then remove your caps as we honor America. And the Twin Cities sports scene with the playing of Stuff You Should Know About. All right, David Harrigan. Stuff time. I'm going to have a music quiz coming up for you guys in just a moment. But first, a little basketball talk, a little hoop. Yesterday was the NBA trade deadline, as we know. Remember the summer of 2016 when the Lakers decided it would be a great idea to throw a fortune at Luol Deng? Four years, $72 million was the contract. Yeah. This season, he has played all of 13 minutes, and it's not because of injury. He played 13 minutes in the team's very first game of the year, scored two points on two shots, and he's rarely even suited up for the Lakers. Maybe he hasn't even, I don't know, since then. Anyway, they still owe him $36 million bucks over the next two years. Magic Johnson and the GM, Rob Palenka, were speaking to the media about trade deadline things yesterday. And the question was posed to Magic. Did you guys have any substantive, uh, substantive conversations that would have gotten you off of the dang contract? <laughs> we wish, huh? <laughs> wow. No, that didn't happen. Thanks, though. <laughs> you you want to make a move, boy? Wow. He just starts oh my laughing. Gosh, Dennis, I don't think they signed that contract, right? So they can laugh. No. They can laugh like that. Yes. So that was just an example of the NBA salary cap floor, and the Lakers said it was Luol Deng, and then it was the guy that Dave remembers his name, and I can't. Mozgov. Timothy, Timothy Mozgov. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. They're the same offseason. Yep. I remember him only because I saw some article a couple days ago rating like the 10 worst players in the NBA this year, and he was right smack in the middle of that list. Also making about the same amount of money as Luol Deng. That was the year that the salary cap that, that the, the owners had asked the players, if I'm not mistaken, to keep the salary cap at a normal figure and there was a bunch of TV cash coming in 
And the player said, no way. It's we going want it all right now. We, we want it. But, and Luol uh, Deng is, and is Deng, reason number one. By the way, if let go, guess what? There's going to be rumors he's coming here, too. Yeah. You know what yes. Luol Deng reminds me of? And, you're, and you're right. Luol! Uh, and he Dick. probably offers more, like, mentorship value behind the scenes. But you guys ever play in, like, fantasy football or baseball auction leagues? Where oh, you, yeah. you do the preseason auction? Sure. And somebody will always make the mistake at the end if they only have like forty bucks remaining. Maybe they, they like didn't pace themselves right, and they have thirty bucks remaining. <laughs> and guess. somebody will just like spend their last thirty bucks on a guy, like some crappy player, and then realize, oh, if I ever <laughs> want to trade that guy, I can't now yes. because nobody wants to take on the contract. It's like the Lakers said, ah, oh, we got to get to the cap floor. Ah, screw it. Like LeBron doesn't want to play here yet because we're a dumpster fire. So. Let's just spend all the money on Luol Deng and let him sit on the bench for four years. It's your lucky day, Luol. Yeah. You guys saw the news earlier this week about the March Madness selection show being expanded back to two hours this year. Wow. Oh, it's exciting. So it's a also, half hour per bracket now. Uh, apparently. And going so. and going to TBS. Yeah, yes, I they're did moving see that. it from CBS yeah. onto TBS, which makes everybody excited. And that means when you're doing Inside the NBA on a Thursday night, you got to promote it and you got to show the basketball expertise, the wisdom, the knowledge that is Sir Charles. Up for grabs this year. Yeah. Completely up for grabs. <laughs> I thought Iowa was the best team until last night. <laughs> Iowa. Yeah. Not me, not Iowa. Purdue. Purdue. They're the same. Iowa. Indiana and Iowa, they're the same state. <laughs> wow. Come on. That's, wow. That is the most Come on. Idaho. <laughs> and Iowa and Indiana are in the same state. No, they're the same. <laughs> hey, Iowa Montana and, and I. And, uh, okay. Mont- Montana. Well, just just say that. <laughs> proving, proving once again that h- how much you know about a particular sport does not matter. If you're entertaining, you're going to win. It's great, though, because he actually does try to provide analysis. I mean, yeah, he, right. like they put him on TV in the NCAA tournament stuff, and he tries to provide analysis. They don't really play off of him much. They just... They just like analyze, analyze, and now it's Barkley's turn to analyze, and he's like, I uh, never watched college basketball. <laughs> don't like uh, these don't teams. I own a sport is awful. I own a, I own a couple of yachts. <laughs> Very good. Did you guys catch any of the uh, parade yesterday in Philly? Just I mean, just, yeah, just specifically what was on TV. Jason Kelsey. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah, one. what was the deal there? Oh, boy. Well, he was wearing some sort of. I don't even know what you call the outfit. He looked like the Sultan from Aladdin. It was yeah. amazing. Absolutely amazing. There was a lot of cussing that was going on, but then there were some points where he wasn't cussing, specifically this clip of him up at the podium in front of the microphone talking to the entire crowd on the Rocky Steps. Now, nobody believed in the team, blah, 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 all the naysayers. First, he talks about everybody ripping Doug Peterson as a hire, and then you know a couple other front office guys, whatever it is, and then he gets to his teammates. Jason Peters was told he was too old, didn't have it anymore. Before he got hurt, he was the best freaking tackle in the NFL. Big B was told he didn't have it. Stephen Wisniewski ain't good enough. Jason Kelsey's too small. Lake Johnson can't lay off the juice. Brandon Brooks has anxiety. Jason West didn't go to an official one school. Nick Foles don't got it. Mark Clement's too slow. Michael Kevin can't fit the scheme. Michael Kevin can't fit the scheme. Michael Brandon can't catch. 
that guy has to be a pro wrestler, right? Well, mm. that was the Stone Cold Steve Austin what chance yes. that picked up in Philadelphia. Okay. There, where Stone Cold used to just interrupt his opponents who were cutting promos. What? What? Yeah, that was, uh, that's aggressive. Especially wearing a, a court jester suit and delivering yes. that kind of an aggressive promo. Good for him. Paul Fentz, figure skater, Germany. This is the first year that singles skaters are able to skate to music with lyrics in the Olympics. I did not oh, realize really? that. Interesting. Yes, and this has taken the internet by storm when people who turned in yesterday got to see uh, Fence performing to this version of Wonderwall. Today is going to be the day that they're going to throw it back to you. By now, you should have somehow realized what you got to do. I don't believe in any now that would be Paul Anka off the album Rock <laughs> Swings, 2004. Yeah. And there's more than just Wonderwall on that album, boys. So here's your musical quiz. Wow. Best two out of three. Yell out your name if you think you know the song that Paul Anka is covering. Are you ready? All right. Okay, wow. Song number one sounds like this. Again, Rock Swings, Paul Anka, 2004. Load up, load up, and bring your friends It's fun to lose and to pretend She's over for Phil She's Yes, Phil Nirvana uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit Yes, sir! Oh, nice That's a win for Phil on number one. Oh my gosh He can take it here How do I not have this CD? I agree. I actually I, well, have this. I had to listen to several of these tunes this morning to put this together, and it's actually incredible. It's fantastic. It's awesome. Anka. All right. All right. Judd, even this up. Come on. Let's All go. Right. Let's go. That's Song tough. number two, Paul Anka, Rock Swings, 2004. I get up, and nothing ever gets me down. Oh, my God. I know this. You got a tough. I've seen the toughest around. I can't think. Oh, oh, my God. oh my and God. I know <laughs> this is easy, and I can't think of it. Baby, just how oh. you feel. <laughs> you gotta roll. You gotta roll. I can even sing it. I can sing it. I can't even hear this. Get the oh, Phil, 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 hold on, hold on. <laughs> Phil, call it. Phil, call it. Five, four, no, three. I know it. Two, oh, I got it. One. I, I got it. Buzzer for Phil. Judd. I got it. Van Halen. And the name of the song? Yes. Oh, oh, um, Come on, Judd. Well. Come on. Jump. Uh, don't, yeah, ju don't jump. Give Judd that one. Jump. That's good. Jump. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, I knew it. But I, I, the first one, I, I'm impressed on Nirvana. I I love the, that album, and I did, was nowhere near that one. Wow, we just went oh, back that to one I knew. Oh, this Eddie, is a, Eddie Van Halen. This is great. Can, can we get more One more. One more. This is for all the marbles here. We're tied at one. I love this album. Are you ready? Okay. Final Paul Anka tune. All right. Rock Swings. Okay. 2004. Oh. Rising up back on the street. Did my time to Bell. chance. Oh. Uh, bon oh, no, no, no. Survivor, Eye of the Tiger. Okay, Ooh, you almost stepped it oh, on Joe over there. This is. I want to come back and hear more. <laughs> we can play more. I love this this album. Let's do more of these. This is Let's great. How later, do I yeah. not have this? How did I not know about this? Oh, that's a great find. All right, one more musical nugget. If you happen to tune in tonight 
to catch when uh, NBC rolls with the opening ceremonies, which did already take place early this morning in South Korea. You'll see all the pageantry, all the speeches, the artistic stuff, dancers, well, great stuff, singers, lighting of the cauldron. And, of course, all the teams as they're paraded out country by country, starting with Greece and then alphabetically through. And, boys, <clears throat> I don't like to deal in stereotypes, but there's sometimes it's just too perfect. When you think of South Korea and specifically of viral videos that may have taken over the Internet five and a half years ago, featuring a very popular song at the time, and that's played then when the American oh team God. is coming out. No. You just have to bring it up. Honest to God, no. this was playing throughout as the American team and several others were coming out to visit the, of course to the crowd. What would the, what would the equivalent be like? How would we troll other countries? By just playing Nickelback if it were in our stadiums? Or is this is that song considered like a national treasure song? I assume it's a big deal. Oh They're God. all dancing along to it. I mean, for us, I don't know. We'd have to play some George Strait or something, right? Wouldn't we? <laughs> Dep oh is it gosh. depends. Nothing yeah. but Cotton Eye Joe or something. <laughs> Smash oh. Mouth? It, that's pretty American, right? Yeah. Smash Mouth. Yes. This is American as it gets, yeah. Um, wow. Um, so get your Gangnam Style fix if you want to. Uh, tune in the Paul Anka album. Oh my gosh! Can we just do Paul Anka covers for the rest of the show? Actually, I can dig a few they, more. They're up. actually more good. Later. I like them. You know what? It's like it's like every album Bill Shatner, William Shatner has recorded. You mock it, but it's yeah, listenable. Yeah. It's more than listenable. Talk, it's actually pretty good. Bill talks through the songs. Paul's actually singing the songs. He's just changing them up. Not not ashamed at all to admit. William Shatner did an album with Ben Folds in probably like 2002, 2003 when I was in college. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I listened to that a lot. Wow. Did you guys ever it's get into the uh, some good tunes? The Leonard the Leonard Folds, Nimoy man. albums from back in the day. <laughs> I heard it. I won't say I got into it. Okay, <laughs> I'm not going to go that far. Lucy, I'm a Captain Kirk guy. Don't give me Spock. Lucy right? in the sky with diamonds. <laughs> yes, a lot of that was being passed around. Yes. Oh. All right, Mackie and Judd in the TCL Broadcast Studios. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad. Odd combination. Yeah, well, so are my parents. Mackey and Judd on 1500 ESPN. Kick off your running season with 1500 ESPN at Twin Cities in Motion's Hot Dash 5K and 10 Miles Saturday, March 24th. You bring your lumberjack best to this Minnesota-themed event. It features a top 10 U.S. post-race beer garden, live DJ, photo booth, activities for all ages, plus hot dish and beer from Summit Brewing Company. Registration is open now. All runners will receive a Storm Creek long sleeve quarter zip technical pullover details at 1500ESPN.com. Keyword events. That's, yeah. That's, that's emotion. Right there. That's, yeah, right there. I have to get this album. I love this album. That's really good. I love that song. And then the other one that people are sending us during the break is, is it Richard Cheese? Richard Cheese, yes. We've gotten several... Tweets from people about Richard Cheese and Lounge Against the Machine. <laughs> really? Richard Cheese? Oh. So, so, okay. Someone sent us one. It was a Richard Cheese covering Sir Mix-a-Lot. Yes. Pretty good. Baby Got Back was great. <laughs> Dave might not like it, but it was great. I, I love the original so much. I'm, I love the fact that you celebrate the catalog. You don't want to tarnish the original? Well, Sir Mix-a-Lot. you know what? I, I know it by heart. I could do it word for word right now without music. Not that I'm going to. I'm just telling you I could. Can you just give us a couple bars? I'll start you off. 
I like big butts and I cannot. Can you do oh, it in no. spoken word? No. At first, spoken word? you have to start with the two gals having the conversation. Oh, my God, Becky. Look at her butt. It is so big. She looks like one of those rap guys' girlfriends. Who understands those rap guys? Wow. that's I'm going to give Dave a That's very good. That's very good. That's a that's dedication to the lyrics. I, I thorough. Know, I know where my bread is buttered. What are like? What, do you guys have any other hidden talents, <laughs> sports or otherwise? Like Dave can rattle off. I like big butts and I cannot lie. Baby got back. Baby got back. Thank you very much. I yeah. could also do more than you'd know from the movie Spaceballs. Wow. I've seen that enough where I could literally start right now from the very first part of dialogue and go for about ten minutes. I'm not that's going to that's, do that I mean, again. That's kind of not not a totally obscure movie, but somewhat obscure to like know all of the ten minutes of dialogue would be impressive though. Like I can do lines from Slapshot. I sure as heck can't do a, a long sequence from it though. If you could, if you can go for that long, that's impressive. I was a lonely child. <clears throat> I, I watched that movie a lot. You had a lot of time on your hands. Yeah. is a good way to put Joe, it. What are your hidden talents? <laughs> I need to think on that one for a second. <laughs> Making coffee. <laughs> I mean, I'm good at the garbage. I'm good at Joe washing dishes. You can get dishes. any coffee maker in America to work, caressing it, I can, whispering into its ears. I can memorize lyrics to songs pretty well, but I feel like lots of people can do that. I, I think I think that people that do that think it's special. Like, I got this talent. It's like, I think no. a lot of people can do that. I can Michael McDonald high harmony any song. Any song. Only in my car, though. I was going to say, can you really do it? See, can you do it so it just sounds good to you, or could you do it and it'll sound good Usually to I'm us? alone, and I'm not sure. Okay. Usually I'm alone. Because that's like the old thing I've where always, I, I can really sing, and then you sing for people, and they're like, no, you can't sing. Uh, I've always said uh, that, that there should be like a button in everyone's car that you should get your radio buttons or your, you know, if you got a touch screen now in your car, and there should be a separate button highlighted in red that's just like Michael McDonald adds seasoning to this song. Just like echoes what was sung. Could be Miley Cyrus. That could be, that could be in your it car. It could be country. It could be anything. Are Michael you sure? McDonald. Are you sure you could only do it in your car? I guess if you want to. Put I mean, me maybe on the spot. you could do it in studio. He echoes things. I mean, per- fire away. Perhaps you could give us some high harmonies to this gem. Look at this photograph. A photograph. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> eyes get so red. So red. <laughs> 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 oh my god! You know what? When you hear stuff like that, oh, how bad! Isn't it amazing? Song. Like how some bands just like some bands grind it out for thirty years and play clubs, and Nickelback like sneaks through the cracks and becomes this multi bazillionaire. Like all of those guys are living in mansions. Hey. Every song is three minutes and thirty seconds and sounds the exact same. Like and those guys still snuck doing it, through yeah, the system. They're, they're mixed songs. Has Paul Anka covered any Nickelback songs that we know of? Oh my! I'll have to. We might what have else to get is to that on that? Album, I'd be curious to know on what's the on the full there. album. Yeah, on the Ank oh, album. I'd have to Google it. To let's do this. We should let's end the show with a with a little game show of our own. Like in addition to regular game show, show Friday. Friday, let's try to rattle off some more some more Paul Anka songs. Um, Dave Pash, by the way, is going to join us in an hour from now. He's doing the Wolves and Bulls game tonight, mm-hmm. and he's a frequent contributor, unbeknownst to him, to stuff you should know about. Yes, because we pretty much play every awkward interaction between him and Bill Walton that, that we've ever had in two years. Uh huh. So he'll join us in like an hour from now, and we'll ask him plenty of questions about uh, trying to survive along Bill Walton. Yes, uh, it is Game Show Bill Friday, Walton. so at some point when you hear Game Show music, listen for the instructions, and we have tickets to give away. Some go for hockey tickets and some uh, tickets to the. Golf show next Friday. When we come back here, and we'll get we'll get into more John D. Filippo, some more football audio porn. 
from the uh, TCL Broadcast Studios. Okay, baseball just got smoked again yesterday by basketball for the second time in like six months because basketball's free agency happened six months ago. And players are, I'm seeing some quotes now or some reports from players and agents who are mad because collusion. And it's incredible like how out of their minds they are. So we can get into that when we come back to and open phone lines for the next hour. If you have thoughts, reckless speculation, 651-646-8255, 877-615-1500.